popping, everybody. Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Another weekend coming, another week done. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to be doing some advice emails. Good old classic episode. Hopefully, you guys liked the last one. The sex one was fun. Yeah. Lots of fun. Um, okay, we can do a little catch-up. And mustard? Yes. Okay. A little ketchup. Okay. Um, what you got? What you got for us? We've recorded three times this week, so <laughs> our chats are getting minimal. But um, today when this episode goes live, it's Bailey's birthday. <gasps> She's Happy two. birthday to you, Bailey Boo. Aww, oh, that was cute. Bailey Boo. I will never forget her little, I not her little, her big roar, which is ironic because now she has this tiny little... <laughs> But uh, that day, oh my God, that poor little girl. Yeah, so isn't sweet. it? It's so funny because Benji will literally go, ah, wow, and she's Fucking like, hysterical. Like all cats are so different. Uh, upstairs, same thing. Yeah. Like Fatty, Fatty will just go same thing. Like yeah. she'll look like she's doing this great meow and nothing. But uh, <gasps> is it a chubby out. cat thing? Oh, I don't know. Is <laughs> they're both chubbers, but chonkers, uh, baby boy, and and and. Benji can have a conversation oh, through yeah. the floor. floor. Yeah, I mean, no, they're literally. like, hello. They hello. literally sound like back and forth together. It's crazy. How, yeah. And but. her, I never hear her full meow. Yeah. It's always just squeaks. Aww. What about Belle? I only ever hear Belle, Belle like growl. Yells. She gets mad. But She's really. like a yell meower. Like when she wants to be fed at Zane. If Zane walks into the room. Wow. Like that, yeah. That's like pretty kitty whatever. Yeah. So annoying. Although I think she's getting old now because like. This is kind of gross, but like she'll be like cleaning herself and she'll like like to herself. I'm like, you good girl. <laughs> she's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Getting old. Yeah. It's or not like, easy. <laughs> yeah, like randomly she'll just go, <laughs> <laughs> like, are you okay? I think she's just getting older. She's my old girl, my grandma. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, so it's Bailey's second birthday. Yay. Happy birthday, Bailey. Happy Love you birthday. so much. It works because uh, it was 2020. When we got her, so it's, now it's just like a nice twenty twenty one number twenty one twenty twenty two. Yeah, nice. that's like what, what year was Amani born? Oh, one. So you just add one, right? Every yeah. year, like this year he's turning twenty one, and it's twenty twenty two. Right, he's just one year behind. Yeah. If you ever forget, <laughs> that's the way my brain works. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with the animals' ages. It is. After a while, it's like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, not too long ago. I'm like, how old are my cats? Yeah. Like, I couldn't remember. No. So I went through and I found all their, like, their adoption papers, and I actually put it in my phone. So I have yes. a folder of all my, my pets' like birthdays and like coming home days. Oh, cute. You know? Because like, I can't remember. Like, I, I always like forget. I know. You know? Like, I think, I think Benji's turning four? Like what year me. did we move? I don't even know what year we moved in. I think he's turning four, and I think Bella's turning eleven. I think she did double digits last year, or was that the year before? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I have to. I have it in my calendar. That's how I remember. Anyways, um, so yeah, Bailey's birthday. What else? Uh, last night I went to the city. I saw a show courtesy VS Broadway. Of course, love them so much. It was an off Broadway show. It's called Which Way to the Stage. And it's about these two like best friends and they wait outside. It's like a Broadway show. Like they wait outside of a Broadway stage door trying to like talk to people, get gigs and stuff like that. To be honest, I decided to drive because we always take the train. 
But I don't know. Yesterday, I was just feeling it. I was going with my friend, and I'm like, honestly, if I take the train, I want to like go on my phone or read a book or something and make use of it. But like, if we're just going to sit there and chat, then why not be in the comfortable space of our car? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and how that work out? Um, well, we were like five minutes late to the show. We missed it by like three, five minutes. But it worked out because it was a small theater and we, we just got sat in the mezzanine upstairs. So we didn't like bother anyone. We didn't have to like make people stand up during the show, you know? Right, right. But he was like, it started, so I'm going to have to see you up there. I was like, I'm so sorry. But what happened was always, okay, we went as early as we could, first of all, because my friend got out of work at a certain time. So we just left it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was no way we could have went earlier. So, um, you yeah. know, parking garages mm-hmm. in New York City. Sometimes it's just totally just wrong block or wrong address or it's on the other side of the block. And New York City is all one ways. So we went and thought we found it. And then we had to like circle around. But if we found it right when we were supposed to, we would have been right on time. Because the parking garage was like literally a three minute walk away. Right. But because we missed it and had to circle around. Which is not just one block. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go around like two blocks. So it took a while. Um, but we walked fast, so we got out of the car, and of course the guy at the parking garage was like taking his sweet ass time. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but we have a show and we're a little late. And he's like, okay. So we got scanned in and, and we like ran to the show, but we miss- I hate that too, because I'm like, fuck, what did we miss? But like I got the premise of the show, but I'm like, we missed like the intro. Like I want to see the intro of the show. And I hate being that bitch that walks in late. Mm. But luckily, but the at least you didn't was, inconvenience anybody, right. you know, and yeah. have to like walk past or yeah. people because that's yeah. Yeesh. yeah, I hate that. So I was glad that I was kind of glad that he sat us up top. And sometimes the mezzanine is nice because you get like a whole like overview mm-hmm. instead of people like no one was in front of us, so there was nobody's head in front of us. Nice. So it was a clear view. So it kind of worked out good. Um, but yeah, it was about these two best friends. They stand in front of the stage door, and she's trying to go to auditions. They're both trying to go to auditions and get roles, and. Um, it was it was just very funny. It was a comedy, and um, it was I don't want to give anything away. But if you guys go see it, it's really good. And there's like some plot twists, and it's funny and whatever, relatable. I liked it. So which way to the stage is at the MCC Theater. It's on like 55th. Nice. It was an off Broadway show, but it, it was really, it was really good. There was literally only four actors, but like one of the girls like played a bunch of people. I love that's like so talented. So you know? talented. Sorry, I'm just yeah. gonna flip that over. I know I had to flip my phone too. Really distracted today. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. Um, but it, the best part about driving is the way home. Like that's really why I don't like taking the train because it's late at night, and then if you miss one, you have to wait thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and then you don't get home until like midnight. But it was so nice that the show ended. It was like literally seven to nine. Like it, it was like quick, mm-hmm. and. We just like walked a block over, got in the car, drove home, was home by ten fifteen. You know what I mean? Right. Like that was nice, especially when it's on like fifty fifth and it's so far from Penn. You know, and then it's like it was nice out, so we would want to walk. It just would have taken forever, and it yeah. just like adds so much extra time. So it was nice, and I packed snacks. So like on the way home, we were like eating snacks, and we were able to just cruise home. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awesome. It was nice. Yeah, it's so funny because we went into the parking garage too, huh? I'm glad that it went well because I know yeah. you had mentioned it last time that you were going to drive this time yeah. or you were thinking about driving. Yeah. So I'm glad it went yeah. sort of well. Yeah. New York City traffic though. Although it wasn't the traffic, it was just the garage. We had a little bit of traffic on the way there. Like the way there took an hour and 30 minutes. The way home took 58 minutes, you know. Okay. So we had a tiny bit of traffic. But I like Apple has the new thing where you could put it in your map and estimate it. Nice. Yeah. So I like estimated the day before if I were to drive there at, at this that time. time would I make it there and it was like yes so I did yeah. it and it was fine because you 
when you're with a friend, you chat. You just, I love driving anyway, so like mm-hmm. the traffic wasn't awful. But if we just got there five minutes earlier, it would have been so nice. But anyways, when we went into the parking garage on the way home, it was like 9.15 because the show ended so early. And then we were getting the car and I was like, oh, I guess we could have like went somewhere or like went out to eat or something. I had the parking until like midnight. And we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we were like getting old. We're like, and eh, but we could be home in bed with Inner moisturizer jammy. on. <laughs> yeah, like that sounds nice. So yeah, we ended up doing nothing, but we just went home. But it was really nice. Um, and then also a little week update. We've been organizing my dad's garage, which is so fun. Like, I love that shit. Like, that shit gives me like a little adrenaline. Like, nice. just getting rid of shit. Oh, it's so satisfying to me. Um, but I got... Um, a few of us got my dad an org- professional organizer for Christmas, and now the weather's getting nicer. It was for his garage. We wanted it to be like you know a little warmer, nicer. Finally, one nice day today. It's yeah. been like on and off, but and then it's gonna be rain again. Right? Yeah, of course. The first day she came, it was raining. After all the nice days, I'm like, oh fucking, of course. But um, yeah, we're finally doing it, and it's been really nice. Her name is Nicole, and her company is called Lotus Living Organization. So if you're on Long Island and you need an organizer, she's very affordable. She's very efficient. She gets like literally two hours of work done in one hour. Like she's so quick and she's very patient and she's very like helpful. Um, We really like her. Like my whole family adores her. And just the look on my dad's face when they're like labeling things and like organizing things, like I can tell he's just like so excited about it. And we got him a certain amount of um, sessions mm-hmm. for Christmas, but he's like, no, I'm going to keep paying her if she's not done. Like, I want her to like keep coming back and finish it. Like, he's like wants to pay her wow. to finish it, even if like his Christmas gift is over. Right. That's how much he loves it. That's amazing. Yeah. Which I understand too. Like, I would do the same thing because, like, if she's going to label right, three right, quarters right. of the garage, right. like, you might as well finish it. Yeah. But exactly. I think, honestly, I was curious. That's why I had asked, like, how was his reaction? Because I feel like, um, like, that's my stuff. Oh, but yeah. she'll pick up like a bolt off the floor and be like, how do you feel about this? Are we going to keep this? Are we going to donate it? Are we going to sell it? Or are uh-huh. we going to throw it out? Like she'll ask every single every- item. Unless it's like literally like garb, like a paper towel or like plastic, like garbage. Right, then right, she'll right. throw it out. But for the most part, she like really worked with him to like, oh, my dad is such a hoarder. You guys like- Are you proud? Like he got rid of a lot. You're proud of him? He's like four black garbage bags down. Wow. Yeah. And, um, She's, like, understanding, you know? Like, if he's, like, I don't know, like, a random piece of metal that has, like, burns in it. He's, like, oh, I use that for, like, scrap to, like, put tools on or something. She'll be, like, oh, okay, I get it. And she'll find a place for it. Like, she understands, you know what I mean? Okay, that's good. Yeah. But my dad's a hoarder, and every time he goes to, like, a car show or something, he'll buy something just because it's cheap or just because it's on sale. So he had, because his garage was such a mess, he had, like, over 30 bottles of just, like, transmission fluid. Like, something that you don't need very often, you know? And also, my dad usually takes his cars to, like, the body shops nowadays because it's just easier for him. So, like, he really doesn't need it, you know? But he had bottles in every fucking corner because he loses them, and then he buys them again because mm-hmm. he doesn't know where he puts shit. Oh, for 50 cents, I mean, you might right. as well. Right, that's what he does. And so we like we like work together like um, to like combine bottles because some of them were like half empty. Most of them were freaking full. But he's like, oh my god, I didn't even know I had all of this. He had like fifteen bottles of like de-icer. I'm like, what do you need that for? I bet. You, and he goes, he's like, but when I go to find something, I can't find it, so I just buy it again. He had like thirty pairs of freaking safety goggles. And then he goes to cut wood. He doesn't even wear a pair. I'm like, Dad, you can't keep all of these if you're not even <laughs> going to wear wearing them. them. <laughs> and then the gloves, the amount of gloves. You know those like ones that you just like 
they're like kind of crappy. They're like gray with like a yellow thing on the band. Yeah. So many pairs that are like so crusty. You probably couldn't even put your hand in them. <laughs> like, but then he had like really nice thick pairs of gloves. I'm like, why do you have those crappy ones still? But he like wanted to keep so many of them. But she made a basket. Because he, he liked to keep them. Well, I mean, certain ones are trashy to use for that kind of project, and then you need good ones for this kind of project. I mean, I get it, because I'm a hoarder, so it reminds I me get of it. women's undies. You have period undies, yes. you have going out undies, you have sleeping undies. So well, I, I just it. have period and regular, because I'm not, like, fancy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's the same kind of thing, yeah. you know? So I do get it. Like, I get it. And obviously, you don't want to throw away, like, good stuff. Like, if you had, like, 30 bottles of transmission fluid, you don't want to just throw away transmission fluid. But it worked out because my grandpa stopped by, and he's, like, hoarder deluxe, too. (laughs) So he's like, oh, yeah, don't throw that out. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, yeah, give it to me. And Nicole was loving it because she's like, yes, get rid of more shit. That's awesome. Even if my grandpa goes home and throws it out, my dad feels better because he gave it to somebody. I get it. You know what I mean? No, I feel the same way. Absolutely. I'm the same way. So I get it, but yeah, it worked out because my grandpa like took a whole box of stuff. He's like, "Yeah, don't throw that out. I'll take that." <laughs> and Nicole was laughing. She's like, "I love this right now." That's so great. Yeah. So, so what was it called again? Lotus Lotus Living, Living Organization. I like the name Lotus. Yeah, like Lotus Flower, beautiful. Yeah. Um, she's just like a small business. She has her and her boyfriend and her daughter, and she just does this as her job, and she's just great. That's amazing. And it's like supporting a small business, so. If you guys need an organizer, very affordable and very, very hardworking. Like she can, she doesn't give a shit. She was picking up heavy stuff. She was getting dirty. Like my dad was like, let me help you. And she's like, I got it. Like she's really good. So it's been really fun. Um, I think like maybe like two more sessions and she'll be like done because she's so fast. Wow. And it helps that my dad, you know, is standing there with her going, sell, trash, keep. So, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, and my dad's been really good about it. So That's amazing. Yeah. She made a whole section in the garage just for sell stuff. Because my dad goes to like car shows uh-huh. all the time. So he needs like a section for it. Everything was just spread throughout so the he's garage. he's going to bring those 30 bottles of transmission fluid and sell them for a dollar. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make a no, profit. They're, they're all fit in the cabinet. She made a whole damn shelf for them. It's amazing. But um, yeah, now instead of when he packs up for car shows... Looking through the garage, now he can just take the bins off the shelf. It's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And then he's working on this beetle. Last thing I'll say about it, he's working on a beetle. Like, he bought, like, an old school... Volkswagen beetle. Volkswagen, yes, thank you. I'm like, what the fuck are they really called? Um, And he's, like, took all the guts out of it. He's going to paint it and, like, recoup it up. And literally three bins full. But she did it, like... Phase one beetle, phase two beetle. She's like, what are you going to do right now? What is the next step? What's the third step? He literally had three bins full of like beetle stuff just to work on this car. But now it's nice because he can go through each bin in order. Organized. It's there. It's amazing. Versus like there was just shit everywhere. Then he pulls out this piece for, my dad has like a really old Ford pickup that he uses like once in a while if he needs a pickup truck. And it's good because he just has to pay antique insurance on it. Mm -hmm. So it's like easy. But it's fucking old. And she pulls out this box and it says, like, a piece for it. He's like, oh, my God, I bought that and I never changed the piece. I just keep, like, basically, like, putting a Band-Aid on whatever it is he needs to fix. And he pulls it out, the receipt, and it says 2002. So he bought it 20 years ago and never fixed it. I said, Zad, I was four. Because he lost it? 
Like in he the garage? Forgot. Oh, he just forgot. He just forgot. I said, you forgot for 20 years? I'm like, let's sell it. He goes, no, I'm going to do it now, now that we found it. <laughs> I'm like, you are nutso. 20 years. I was literally four years old. He's like, well, now that I know, now I'll do it. I'm like, okay. That's great. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And then he had, like, oil filters for, like, cars he didn't even have anymore. So, like, stuff like that he would sell. Or, like, door handles. He's like, nope, sell it. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Or like really old like light bulbs that probably don't even work. He's like, get rid of them. I'm like, good for you. Way to go, Al. Yeah. Proud of you. Amory, yeah. you must be in your glory. She's just, the thing she kept saying is because now there's like a designated shelf for the black garbage bags. She's like, I'm just so happy about the garbage bags. Whenever I need a black garbage bag, I'll just know exactly where they are. <laughs> That's all she was so happy about. She doesn't have to go searching through the garage. Like, where are the garbage bags? That's it's amazing, right? When she just... When it's there. Is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I think he's going to keep up with it too because I think there's like really no excuse at this point. Like the reality that he buys too much shit has hit him. Mm -hmm. Like he, I'm like, I'm going to make you a list of like what you don't need to buy anymore. Like no more gloves, no more safety goggles, no more transmission fluid, no more de-icer, no more car cleaners. Like you got it all. All, He had like four cans of like grease, like just to work on stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what do you, how much do you take of grease? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you don't need that much. That's going to last you your whole lifetime. Right. So, like, don't buy these things anymore. Now you're just wasting money at that point because it's just going to sit in your garage and you're going to make a mess again. So I think now that everything has a category. And a bin and, a and bin, it's labeled, and it's, it's li- always so much easier to keep on top of it when that part is done. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Going through and actually separating it, yeah. sell garbage, like all that. That's a difficult thing. And I give him props because yeah. I know, like, it could be overwhelming. But the fact that you said, like, she's it's up to him and, like, mm-hmm. she asks everything. I mean, yeah. I guess that makes it so much easier yeah but wow that's yeah. awesome and she did say she's like it's actually one of the better garages she's done because even though it was so much stuff it was like slightly organized now, i've been in that garage and i always felt it was organized but i never went looking you know right. what i'm saying but everything looked like it had a bin or like a box like he had a lot of boxes yeah. up on the shelves so it did seem to me to be somewhat organized yeah. but I know, like, my garage right now is a fucking hot mess. Ever since ever came here. Anyway. <laughs> but I'll ask him, like, do we have white spray paint? And he's like, no. And I'm like, I guarantee I'll go in that garage and find it. I mean, I didn't. But I almost can guarantee I will because he's just a hot mess. Mm-hmm. So he needs to. Unfortunately, like, half of the garage is my Halloween stuff. So- oh, but she could organize it so good for you. I would love to have her come up in there. Ugh. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Not my Halloween <laughs> No, but she would organize it in a nice way. No, I mean, my Halloween is nice. It's Uh all in bins. It's all decorated. I mean, it's all nicely stacked up in the corner. Except Uh for, like, all the things that don't fit in bins, like my people. Yeah. The wheelchair girl, you know, all that stuff. But Your garage isn't super big also, so it's it's hard. Yeah, it's only one car. Yeah. So it's like, how much can you like exactly. organize it? And it never has fucking there. how many toolboxes? We have right. the freezer. We, I mean, there's just so much shit up in there. Yeah, and a, a gajillion bikes that nobody rides. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, yeah. But I've even thought like, like when I start doing stuff, I get 
I have an emotional attachment to everything. And that's fine. You she know? would make you a whole, like, she did, like, a sentimental section. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. But how much sentimental stuff do you have in, a, in the garage? No, not just, I'm saying even Just, in like, the in house. general. Yeah, like, oh, I wind okay. up getting overwhelmed. Like, I'm like, like, this is very motivating to me. And it's like, okay, when I come back from the doctor today, I'm going to go and I'll try to start this. And I'll just open the first thing and look and go. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to yeah, Not yeah. today. <laughs> but you, that's the thing. It's like, you just need somebody there next to you. like To push me. It's like, you have no choice because she's getting paid to be right next to you. So it's like, you can't just walk away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to. You have no choice. And, like, even, like... My parents have like they're friends with all their freaking neighbors, so like the neighbors would just walk in and start chatting, and I'm like, Dad, pay attention, like we have her here because she's like trying to ask him, you know, like mm-hmm. things about things so she can keep working. I'm like, we have her on time crunch, like you need to pay attention Get to, work, to her. Dad. Get to yeah. work, chop chop. Yeah, and I had to leave to go to the gym. I told my mom, I'm like, you better keep on him because it, she like poor thing, she doesn't want to like yell at him, you know, like she can only say like Al. Hey, Al, like so many times. I'm like, you need to pay attention to her. But Learn just, all the friends' names and say, you know what? You need to go back to your house yes, right now. Yeah, I'm no, working. Literally. I'm like, oh my God, you have the whole damn block coming over. That's amazing. But, I'm very um, happy. Yeah, so I think just having somebody by your side that like knows what they're doing and like will have a place for everything, it kind of brings a lot of the stress off. Because it's like, oh, like I know that I want to keep all of this, but like you're going to find a way to like make it look good. And, like, a good way to organize it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, comforting. That's so nice. Yeah. Because, like, you're sitting there and you, like, get stressed about it. And you're like, oh, I have somebody here who, like, knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, like, a comforting feeling. So, and I bet if you went through your garage, dude, there would be so much stuff that you are able to get rid of. Oh, I know. Because you it. don't know what the fuck is hiding in there. Oh, no. I, there's so much stuff I can do now. I just, because I can't physically do so yeah. much, it's hard. That's what I'm saying. It's She'll hard, come yeah. in and she could, like, lift shit, move shit. Like, she's, she's a tough cookie. She's good, huh? Yeah. So anyways, these. Anyways. That's what I've got. Tonight is uh, Cinco de Mayo. I'm going out with some people from Zumba. It's like a, actually you'd probably like a Selena like kind of tribute thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're going to like eat there and listen to some music. It'll be fun. Very nice. Yeah. I forgot it was Cinco de Mayo, actually. Yeah, make some tacos or wow. something. Um, good idea. Yeah. Uh. I, I don't think I have much of anything. All right. Same. Status quo. Been going on my walks when the weather permits. Yesterday yeah. I was so... That's why I winded up missing... I missed my appointment yesterday because yesterday when I looked, when I got up and everything, I was like, oh, it's kind of drizzly and dreary. And then I looked at the thing and it's like, oh, in one hour it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. And then... I was doing something, and then when I looked again, it's like, oh, rain stopping in 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah. wait. But it kept doing that, so yeah. it kept delaying me, because I was like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for my walk, come back, jump in the shower, go to the doctor. And it just kept, the rain kept continuing, even yeah. though it was going to stop, and it just fucking threw me off. Before, I'm sitting there, I'm like, um, I'm supposed to be at the doctor right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll never forget when I did that with therapy. Oh my god! I'll it's like a shitty feeling. Forget. Meanwhile, people do it all the time, and I called. I apologized, and yeah. they're like, "It's not a big deal, yeah. you know. Don't worry about it." Yeah, but I felt right. Bad. Like my therapist definitely still got paid, yeah. and like I still had to pay my copay, yeah. even though I didn't go. Like, but I literally sent her edible arrangements, <laughs> and we sat down <laughs> at therapy the next session. She's like, "We need to dive into this. We need to stop apologizing so much." She's like, you missed an appointment. People make mistakes. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. I was so sad. I felt so bad. Oh, man. I mean, that's also a, a lot different than an eye. Yeah, doctor, I also you know? like, could have used it that day, too. I was like, fuck. 
I'm so mad. Oh, that's funny. I told, I yeah, I told this. I went yesterday for a walk with my dogs, and Mimi is, she's a big dog, you know, and she gets out of breath. And RJ is like part shepherd and has the typical hip problems. And after walking for a while, and they're getting older, one's exhausted with breathing, the other one's like hurting. And we got to my truck, and like just for RJ to get up in my truck, I mean, literally, like, just standing there, like, looking at me, like, um, are you going to help me? <laughs> and I'm like, I can't help you. <laughs> but it literally took him, like, two minutes just to get in the truck, and my heart was just, like, I'm like, I was worried. I'm like, if he don't, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to call for backup here because yeah. there's no way I could pick up RJ and get yeah. him in my car, you know? But I was actually uh, contemplating buying, I keep seeing it, it's like a doggy ramp Aww. that you just... You know, like it folds out yeah. just to help him walk up there. Yeah. You know? He's but so active. He is. He's and listen, very hard on his body. And, and, but he could come in and like go when sometimes he goes to get off of the couch and it just breaks my heart. I'm like, yeah. this poor dog is He's hurting. Pain, yeah. But then if you go, hey, RJ, wanna? All, all you have to say is wanna? Right away. He's like, got the ball. He's outside. He's ready to run, job, humps, <laughs> hump, hump, hop, hop and skip, you know? You're like, He's, oh, very convenient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you playing me? Yeah, you're <laughs> but, a little actor. Yeah, yesterday was the toughest I've ever seen him. Aww. Like, And it wasn't even, it wasn't even like bad, you know? I'm like, why, why are you hurting so bad? But mm. poor little guy. That, so that's my life. I missed a doctor's appointment and my dog was sore. Mm. Nothing else. I don't think anything else is interesting going on. I told Alyssa this morning I forgot to take a shower. <laughs> How do you forget to take a shower? <laughs> and <laughs> she goes, we just need to leave time when we're done recording because I forgot to take a shower. I forgot to take one this morning. Like it happens. Like, oh shit, I knew I was supposed to do something. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, because I have an appointment after we're recording. Yeah. I have an appointment. So I wanted to take it before because I'm up early. I mean, I'm up this morning. I've been up since 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There is no reason why I couldn't have showered first. Yeah. The hell. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, it's it was 8.48. And I'm like, I should have Shit. taken a shower. And this isn't enough time. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Guys, that's my life. I forgot to shower. I forgot a doctor's appointment and my What's dog What's going hurts. on with you? You're not using your tiny calendar. It's terrible because it's in there, Liz. That's it's why I there. write down that I have to shower because <laughs> I'll forget. It's on it's, my to-do list. It's shower. So silly. So silly. <laughs> oh, can we talk about this? I got a new phone, guys. Oh, is there a new phone? I got a new phone because it just, out of nowhere, it just started dying every single second. It would go from 100% to dead. And I have my stimulator is connected through here, so I can't risk not having it available. And I go and obviously whatever. Get my new phone. It's what is it's a twelve. You're a twelve because yeah. I can't do the thirteen because the thirteen wasn't compatible with this stuff. So I get a twelve. I, I just told Alyssa you never had any screenshots because the way the way you take a screenshot every time I go to put down my phone. <laughs> She had I'm a home button the before this, guys. Yeah, That's why. I went from a home button to not yeah. a home button and I'm so frustrated. Although Last night, Ever gave me his phone to go do something, and I'm like, what the hell is with this home button? (laughs) (laughs) I'm slowly changing over, but it's so hard for me. Even stuff like, I I don't know, like shutting it off. It's like, wait, how do I shut it off? You know, it's like silly little things, and it's like, oh my God. And then I I do the little like this, and I think it's closed, but it's just a little this to close it. Uh So it's just, it's a lot of getting used to. And I'm old, but the amount of screenshots that's, I was like, why the fuck do I keep having all these screenshots? Yeah, I still do it. 
But the thing is, is I went to purposely take a screenshot and I kept shutting my phone off because <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. You're I like, had to do this Google, on accident. I had to Google how to do a screenshot. That's fine. But I had 48 of them in my, yeah. in my, in my fucking camera roll already. So I'm yeah. like, how am I doing it? And then when I said, I'm like, oh. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. The camera's so much better too. You'll be able to take so much better pictures. Like next time you're on your walk in like natural light, like take a picture of one of the dogs. You'll be like, wow. Yeah. It's huh? like camera quality. Yeah. Really nice. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even walk into gum. You want me to take a picture and walk a dog? <laughs> I'll have to sit down on the bench, have him sit. <laughs> it's gonna be like a whole ordeal. Hey, I tried your Kit Kat thing, so and she's like, I got thirty fingers. Yeah, I know it melts. I don't like that shit. Too long. It takes too long. It's like people. It that- didn't hit different though. It didn't no. taste differently to you doing it layer by layer. Also, there were mini Kit Kats, so maybe that plays a part. It was kind of hard to do. It was like a little too small. It was satisfying, the chocolate on the side. Yes. That was like... like pops. Yeah, kind of like perfectly <laughs> pops off. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a big bitch and I like to savor my sweets and I eat it slowly. I don't know Ooh, why I do I that. But I slow. Think what I've does that have always, to do with anything? I think I've always ate a Kit Kat like that. Mm, yeah, and then, I can't get on the bandwagon. Okay, listen, at least you I tried. get it, but I just don't like that it's melting in my hand. I showed, sorry, Why I'm like all over the place. It's okay. Yes, it is all over your hand, but then you get to lickety your licky fingers. And mm. then I went to, see, like that, for example. I went to search an emoji for a tongue. And usually on my other phone, <laughs> you didn't even say anything and I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> because on, the, on my other thing, I would go into the search bar, search for an emoji for tongue, and then the tongue would come up. And this was like tongue tongue. <laughs> It said the word tongue, and then it had a tongue emoji. I'm like, oh, she was trying to search for the tongue, but she sent both. But my other one, I felt like I just would search it, and it would automatically change. It wouldn't do both. There's two different ways to do it. I know what happened. As soon as you sent it, I was like, oh, I know what happened. And I was just getting used to it on my other phone, my home button phone. I was used to doing that. Yeah. And now I'm all discombobulated, okay? If you're just typing, it'll, it'll suggest it. If you go search in the emojis... Then you have to like remove it. You know what I mean? So because I actually searched the emojis is why both came up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you probably typed it and then went to search the emojis, and then you probably got all discombobulated. Uh, you know you what? Probably, like, Just give me my home phone, but home button phone. That has nothing to do with your home button. <laughs> I did it. No problem on the other ones. Did you ever see me do that before? Like <laughs> skeleton, skeleton. No. <laughs> skull, skull, skull. No. Middle finger. Middle finger. <laughs> No, it was it was funny when it popped up. I was like, oh. <laughs> but with that, I showed ever the picture that you had sent me yesterday. She sent me a picture. She has this like cloth like curtain thing on her door. Oh, I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. And it was like rolled up and like bunched. And I know that Benji is always by that door. So I thought Benji was, was in, in the curtain. It. it was like a dark picture. <laughs> I mean, to my to my 
blind yes. eyes. I thought Benji was rolled up in the curtain or on the curtain that was rolled up or Could something. I'm like, oh my God, is that a cat or Benji or whatever? She goes, it's a bunny. And then I zoom in and I see a bunny. And I'm like, how did I not even notice that? <laughs> there was a bunny outside my door. It was really cute. I looked up. I thought like sometimes RJ sneaks into our yard and I was like, what is that animal? And I was like, oh, it's a bunny. Yeah. They live under my deck. They I mean, were like they're this everywhere. Big. Yeah. They were like this big, born yeah. under my deck and stuff. Yeah. But then I showed Ever this morning. He's like what is that Benji like he literally said the same thing and I'm like no you gotta zoom in and he's like what and he's like oh it's a bunny and I'm like thank god I'm not the only one <laughs> yeah that curtain is held up by velcro he would fucking pull that shit down if I put Listen, him in I that. didn't know yeah I don't know no it was funny I'm like no you're that's just my terrible folding job because Benji was annoying the fuck out of me and I just threw the curtain up quick so it looks like an animal is in there <laughs> Oh man. Okay, anyways. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Um, okay, let's read some advice emails. Ready? Okay. Okay. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> Hola, chicas. My okay. First off, I just want to start off by saying I freaking love you guys and all that you do to help others. You both are such amazing people, and I hope that you continue to grow. With your beautiful journey that you have created for all of us. All right, let's get into it, even though I'm not even sure where to start. Warning, this is going to get deep. Mm. Just this past year has been rough for me. My parents were together for a very, very long time, and a couple of months ago, they had a nasty split, which wasn't for the worst for my siblings and I because they always had a rocky relationship. My dad did horrible things to my mom throughout our childhood, so I come from a very broken home, which... Sorry, I'm losing my place, guys. Which often gets in my head. The day that they split, my sister called me hysterically crying. It was such a blur and kind of is to this day. But all I could make out of it was that she was on the way over to mine and my boyfriend's house to pick us up and head over to my parents' house because my mom texted her to call the cops for her because my dad had beat her. Mm. And that she needed help. And the split second that she could get away, my mom thought to text my sister. I won't get much more into detail because I'm sure you can only imagine what what happened, but a bit of a background information about my dad and mine's relationship. It's not the best. He was in and out of my life since I was about seven years old, and that's the earliest that I can remember, only because he would come home and just be an awful person, and also prison played a big part in his life. So I'm not sure if you guys or anyone listening could give me some type of advice to try to heal from this trauma and learn how to let go and let things be. It's been happening for a very long time, and I often go back to the day that my mom texted my little sister in a panic, basically about her life being in danger, yet again from this horrible man that is supposed to be the one that you should look up to and admire. Alyssa, I've watched since day one, and I love seeing your relationship with your dad, and I just want you to know how grateful you are, how grateful you are um, to have that, and I'm sure you do and can I can 100% tell and I do not and ever will want contact with my own father by any means he's done hurtful things to me as well and like I said we've always had a rocky relationship he missed a lot of big moments in my life like getting my license my prom graduating high school so I feel a lot of anger in my heart towards someone that's never done anything for me but I'm not sure how to shake that feeling or is it just time that heals I'm also very grateful that my mom is um, safer and that she's also my rock but once I start to overthink I get into the spiral effect 
and it just gets worse and worse. Jerry, I've heard you talk about this before on the podcast. I know it's affected you in multiple ways, but I just want to ask if it's not too personal. Have your kids ever expressed any of this type of trauma to you? We don't have to go there if it's too much, but just curious. I hope this all makes sense because I'm typing this at my kitchen table while bawling my eyes out since it's not something that I tell often. But for some reason, I have felt like I needed to send it into you guys in an email. It felt great to get it off my chest. Thank you for hearing me out. Love you, ladies are the best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm so sorry. Me and Alyssa both did the same thing. We looked at we each other with like that lip. lip. Um, that's horrible. I don't, my kids never had that sort of yeah, trauma. Yeah, I think maybe from, she's confusing when you talk about your ex ex. Yeah. With no, no. the father of your kids. Yeah, the father of my kids never Did put a hand on me, yeah. never put a hand on my kids. Like he was not like that. Um, Zane did not was, have a relationship with him if that yeah, was no, the case. That was like, just to clarify, that was my ex boyfriend, not my ex husband. I'm sorry for screwing those two up um i'm very sorry for you and i time that he does time heal all things i don't know if there's um i don't know if i would even want to spend time to even try to heal from no that's forget it that's not what i'm trying to say like, you need to heal, and I understand you need to heal. I don't, um, I don't know. I think take it for what it, for what he is, for who he is. And I wouldn't necessarily need to heal from that. I would be so angry at how he treated me and my mother that I wouldn't need healing. I, I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how I'm, I know what I have in my head. I don't know how to get it out. I think what you're trying to say is basically like, just fucking move he on. He like, was an him. awful person. Like, I'm fucking angry at you. Fuck you for what you did. Moving on without you. Right. But how, I mean, that sounds so like... You don't want a relationship with him. No, I mean, yeah, she clearly doesn't. Right. She doesn't want a relationship with him, but how does she heal? And I think the what, maybe the healing that you need to do is the pain that you saw your mother go through and the pain that you went get, went through. Um, yeah, keep thinking about the fact that, like, oh, my mom is safe now. Yeah. Like, She's we're in a better place. You're in a better place. You got that out of your life. Yeah. And there's times that you'll always play back on it. Like, yeah, you'll think back I wish and be like, my dad was like, mad. yeah, yeah. Or I, why was I stuck with a dad like that? Or right. why didn't I get like uh, an Al to Alyssa kind of dad mm-hmm. and stuff like that? But only focusing on the future will help you get rid of the memory of the past. You know, like uh, especially since you don't want a relationship with him. You don't want a relationship with him. I don't think you should spend so much time thinking about him. Mm-hmm. You know. I, it sounds so stupid. I sound stupid, and I apologize. Um, I just, I think it's easier because you don't want the relationship with him. I think I, it's easier to close the door. I think, like, in the nicest way possible, like, what happened happened. Now he's out of your life. Like, just try your best to just, like, forget about him. Yeah. Like, move on. Be happy that your mom is safe. 
Um, there will be other father figures that, you know, come into your life. I'm sure you have other men around you that you love and you'll have a partner one day that you love if you're not with anybody right now. Like there will be people to fill that void in your life. But like at the end of the day is like you can't change the past, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So like you have to just accept that it happened. You're fucking angry about it. He went to prison, you know, like he was a shitty dad, but that's the card that you were dealt and at the end of the day, like maybe try to come to the peace with the fact that like you can't change what happened. Mm-hmm. Like what happened, happened. You can be fucking angry about it. You can be mad about it. You can think about it and be sad for your mom, but just like be so grateful that your mom is not in that situation anymore and your mom is safe. Like that's the number one priority right now is your mom. You said your mom is your rock. So like focus on her, focus on spending time with her, making the most out of your relationship with her, quality over quantity. Yes. A hundred percent. I just wanted to say when you had said something, um, it triggered. Um, like I talk about my ex who was physically abusive to me. So it doesn't ever go away, but I'm so angry. Right. So I don't, I don't give two shits about him. I'm not sad about him. I'm not sad about him. I'm not sad about the six years I spent with him. Like none of that. Like I'm angry yeah yeah, and I don't give a shit you know and I think the thing that I want to tell you is the one thing I did get from that is to know I was better than that I didn't deserve that I grew from that so maybe maybe taking that will help you heal Mm -hmm. like my mom didn't deserve this I didn't deserve this he Mm -hmm. was not good enough for us like maybe take that sort of outlook on it because really I mean that's what helped me get past both of my very long term both of my long relationships that's how I was able to get out of it and be okay in a spot because I deserved better and I knew that and maybe taking that outlook will help you heal you didn't deserve it your mom didn't deserve it you deserve better and leave it at that I have a song on TikTok that I found that I want to show her oh so pretty yeah one thing i like about me is i'm nothing like you and i never will be right it's it's such a good song yeah like like you said like the thing that brings you peace is like i'm never gonna be like him right and you know what even even through relationships like watching my my kids know just through watching what I've gone through, yeah. what not to be like, what not or to tolerate, what to not, right, or what not to tolerate, because yeah. I know I'm not perfect, so I know they're looking at me too and being like, I never want to be like her in that sense. So the good and the bad. I mean, form, I love my parents with all my heart, and I still take things from them that I don't want to be right. Exactly, and they're so, great people, right? So it's like that's what I mean. So you got to take the good and the bad. Yeah. So you're learning from your dad. That's not how you want to be. That's a relationship you yeah. don't want to be in or be around, and that's like something that you'll never tolerate in your personal life and that I am sure that your mom feels the same exact way because after personally having experience that was something that I will never tolerate and I think I've said it before when I got with when I got with the father of my kids I remember literally pushing his buttons trying to see if he would ever raise a hand to me because that was like a, if he ever raised a hand to me 
I don't Deal want a relationship with you. But then I got something else from him. Yeah. So it's like, but now there's two things that now pour over. <laughs> When I got with him, it's like, are you ever going to do this or this? Because well, if you not, you're learn out. from right. every relationship. So you that's, take, yeah. yeah. So take it as a learning, as a learning um, lesson, mm-hmm. as a lesson. Take it as a life lesson. Yeah. And I wish you the best. And not that it's easy. We're not sitting here like, oh, yeah, just forget about him. Like, yeah, no. not like that, but we're trying to give you, like, you know, some sort of advice to maybe give you a different perspective that'll maybe make your brain think a different way. And it's you don't have to be like, fuck, they told me to think this way and I can't. Like, that's okay. Like, maybe it'll take you some time. But like, I don't know. I could hear one sentence and it could like change my perspective on something. So mm-hmm. maybe just one little thing we said could help you out. I know a lot of people too, they write down their anger and then like burn it, put it in the universe, whatever you got to do. That might be something that can help you to get closure and yeah. healing. Therapy. Um, therapy, yeah, therapy. Just talk to someone about it, <laughs> let it out. She did. She talked to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But seriously. Professional I mean, help. <laughs> we still need that, like, we're not professionals. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> You're not responsible. <laughs> um, can hire somebody to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish I've, you and your mom lots of love and. Yeah. Focus on her. Yeah. Focus on the relationship with your mother. That'll bring you joy. Instead of focusing on the things that like bring you down, focus on the things that bring you joy and like more abundance in your life of things that make you happy. And not not that it's a distraction, but you'll fill your life with the things that bring you joy and you'll slowly start to not think about it as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, if you guys are interested, sorry, that song was called Mean by Madeline the Person. If you guys are interested in hearing that okay. song, I think I believe it's out and on Spotify and everything. Beautiful. Yep. Okay. My boyfriend of three years, that's not actually my boyfriend. Hi, Alyssa. My name. Oh. Just me? Yeah, just you. So I'll, I'm staying. I'll read you. Canceled. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> um, I'm 22. I really need some advice about this whole situationship that has taken over my life. I'm so desperate for any advice and opinions you might have, and I really need your help on this. It's a long story, but I'll try to summarize it. We met online four years ago, and then we met in person three years ago and have been living together since. When COVID happened, we had to move back in with his parents and he invited me. So I lived with him and his parents for a year until I found my own apartment and he wanted to stay with me. So Loki moved in when I did. I fell in love with him three years ago and it's only gotten stronger since. His body count is 75. Oh, that's a lot. And he's kind of a fuck boy. But I told him if we were going to be hooking up, I refuse to hook up with guys who are intimate with other girls for my mental and physical health. So if being with me isn't what you want, well, I kind of fell in love with you. And I don't know if I can handle being friends uh, still for a while. I know you're hooking up with someone else. He chose me because he didn't want to lose me as a friend. He Sorry, did. She said, I can't handle being friends if I know you're hooking up with someone else. Oh, yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. That she wasn't like, I know you're hooking up with someone else. Sorry. That would change the story. If I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, that little word. It just yeah, it changed, <laughs> it changed the, I know it, it like, really changes did. the whole okay. thing. Okay. If I know you're ho- hooking up with someone else. Sorry. Thank you, Liz. Mm-hmm. Um, he chose me because he didn't want to lose me as a friend. He didn't want a relationship, though, and has blamed blamed me for that ultimatum ever since. Every time we'd get in a big fight, which has probably happened like six times over the past three years, he would threaten to leave me because he didn't even want a relationship in the first place. 
At first, I'd try to fight it and beg him to stay, and then he would stay. But after those fights kept, but after those fights kept happening, I would just be like, "Okay, leave if that's what you want," and he would still stay. It got to the point where we were fighting. All the fights would turn into this. He didn't want to leave in the first place, and I asked him to leave, and he still stayed. And after all these fights, he would act like nothing happened. He's not using me financially because he makes more than me. And he's not using me for sex because he's 6'11 and absolutely gorgeous. My world revolves around him, but had been wanting some space. And recently we had a big fight where he says he just needs freedom, which basically means he wants to be able to hook up with whoever he wants and not feel tied down. So how, wait. So I bring up how I told him in the first place and gave him an option, and he chose me. Sorry, lost my spot. He chose me and, and this. And this. Yeah. If I didn't want to lose him, I would, I would have to give him, sorry, one boundary I set. Give in to my one boundary. Oh, my gosh. Like I'm saying, sorry. Like, she's saying, like, if I didn't want to lose him, then I'd have to be like, okay, you can date other people, but that's her boundary. Okay. Yeah. I said, so I did two days ago. Although he's always been busy, he wouldn't even have time to be with someone else right now. But I'm so scared and the jealous type, and I don't know how I can handle how to do this. It's been all I've been able to think about. He's getting a new job and moving back to his parents' house. It's closer, and I'm scared to lose him. Uh I know I'm codependent and I can't sleep without him. I'm confident we are twin flames or soulmates or whatever. And I feel grossed out even thinking him being with someone else. What the fuck should I do? How should I feel? I just need guidance, please. You're not going to want to hear this. He needs to go. He sounds like you're... It sounds like you're just at like a more mature stable and ready place at your age which is not really normal for a 22 year old and he's just not and he in his defense a little bit he was open and honest about that in the beginning and you kind of were like well let's like try it out and he tried and then he was like I need more freedom he didn't want to be tied down at his age of 22 which again he's allowed to feel that way but then he's just not the person for you Mm mm-hmm like, he doesn't have to w- want to be tied down in a relationship. Like, as long as he's being open and honest about it, he told you he felt that way. He didn't even want it in the first place, which if you're going to make him be in that relationship, then it is going to cause him to be like, well, I didn't even want this in the first place, you know? Like, it's going to cause that toxic kind of fights about, like, it, it's always going to lead back to, like, well, I didn't even want this. And then it's just going to make you feel like shit. And then she says, well, you can leave. And then he chooses to stay. He's it's- master manipulator. Master. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you don't agree with that. I think he is. Because um, he's like, no, no, I don't want a relationship. I, 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 But okay, so she gave him this set of boundaries, and he's been following them for all this time up until now, where now he needs more fee- freedom. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, get out. And he's like, well, I'm going to stay. Like, he wants his cake and eat it too, and you deserve somebody who's going to just let it, you know? Like, Wait, you should they, be- they're like still living together? Or uh, he's, like, now, on he's, his own now because he needed some space and freedom. Well, he was moving out because he got another job somewhere else. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I don't think they're still together anymore. I think he did leave. Oh. I think he said, I need my freedom and space, and then he moved on. 
but now she can't sleep alone because she said she's sleeping alone. She can't stop thinking about him. So I don't think I I don't think he's being manipulative. I think he's being honest. <laughs> I think um, he's a confused twenty two year old that tried to make something work that he knew in his heart he didn't want because he maybe felt like he liked you and you know he wanted to like make you happy, but in the end it didn't really work for him because it wasn't at his core of what he really wanted. And so it just leads to him being like, ah, I need freedom. Like mm-hmm. he felt trapped. And I think that at the end of the day, it's a good thing that he spoke his truth to you instead of going and cheating on you. You know what I mean? Or like being unfaithful or whatever he could have went out and done. Instead, he was like, I need freedom. Like I feel a little bit trapped, however he worded it. And he went and moved out. As much as it hurts you, I think he needed to do what was good for him, and I think he's just not the person for you. And I'm not one to be like, oh, just throw the relationship away, but it just sounds like you want somebody who's very stable and ready for that. And he just and wants to continue not, being a fuckboy with the 75 body count. Which, like, go have sex with whoever you want as long as you're single. Right. So, like, he just needs to go do what he likes to do, and it's not going to work in a relationship with you at the Correct. end of the day. Correct. Alyssa's is a hundred percent. You're just like not the magnets aren't sticking because he wants to live his life a certain way. You want to live your life a certain way. He's being open and honest that he needs more freedom. He didn't really want this relationship in the first place. He's trying to be honest with you, and he tried to make it work. It sounds like you guys have lived together for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a that's a good trial run. You know, I think he tried and I think he's just not ready. And you deserve somebody who wants you. Yeah. Who wants the same things as you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he'll go find somebody that's, you know, like okay with being in an open relationship or okay with like swinging, whatever he's into. Like he just needs to find somebody who's right for him. Mm -hmm. And you're not that girl. And I think that you're so young and you're going to find somebody that will still give you that feeling that. You said, um, you said, oh, you feel grossed about, grossed out about being with someone else. Um, I think as bad as this sounds, like you need to just like start dating other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like start seeing, like open your mind that there's way more people out there in the world. There's a lot of fish in the sea. Yeah, like it's not just him. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of, in my opinion, I think there's a lot of people that could be your soulmate. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on who you meet when and who you meet first. Um, so I think that you'll definitely find somebody. Yeah, I think you're. This is very fresh. It's very upsetting to you, understandably so. Um, but I think that yeah, like Jerry said, you deserve somebody that's like that is your like twin flame and like gets you and you get him and you feel confident together and you don't feel like you have to worry or trust issues or anything of the sort. Mm-hmm. And somebody that's, yeah, like, yeah, I'm ready for a relationship. Right. Not somebody that's like, I'm not really ready for this. And then you try to make it work and then it gets messy. And I think you just both need different people in your life, unfortunately. I agree. Yeah. So sad. I'm sorry. Oh, it's my turn? Yes, ma'am. Okay. (laughs) Relationship advice. First off, I just want to say I love the podcast and the both of you so much. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Here's a little quick backstory of my relationship. My now husband and I are high school sweethearts. We've been together since we were 16 years old. We're both now 25 and have been married for five years and have a two-year-old son. We've done a lot of learning, growing together as people. We are also both our only sexual partners. This all stems back to when we were younger, roughly 17. I caught him emotionally, emotionally cheating on me, I think, in quotations. Parentheses. He would comment hard eye emojis under other girls' pictures. I found a few Facebook messages of him being flirtatious with random girls. And at one point, he had a dating profile on his phone. Hmm. I would find random girls in his Snapchat, and I'm sure I'm even forgetting some things. It really hurt me, but I chose to stay with him. There were a few times over the next year or so where it happened again, even after he swore and swore that it wouldn't. However, I still stayed in the relationship with him. Flash forward a few years, we got married, and things started getting better. However, I now became so paranoid and borderline a crazy person sneaking in his phone at night while he would be asleep. I truly believe he has genuinely matured and has now five plus years later stopped all the emotional cheating. He is not giving me any reason since since not to trust him. He truly has been an amazing husband and father and makes a conscious effort to this day to make up for all those things, all those times. He lets me check his phone at any time, but I still think about it. Still to this day, it drives me crazy. We can be talking, having a great day, and something makes me think back to the time, and it will instantly switch my mood, and I will remember everything that he has done. I know, I know that I chose to forgive him, so I shouldn't be holding it over his head years later, but I don't know how not to. I love him so much, but at the same time, I resent him so much for what he did to me in the beginning parts of our relationship. I don't know how to get over it, and I feel so crazy that it still affects me. It has been affecting me so much uh, that I it now is starting to affect our marriage because I'm starting to shut him out. I catch myself being short with him, sometimes a little rude or even unappreciative at times. It's to the point where when he does anything nice for me, I remember back and it instantly takes me back to that feeling. Do you guys have any advice? I know I'm all over the place and I probably made this sound way more confusing than it should have been. I never told a single person when he emotionally cheated multiple times. I was too embarrassed. So this is crazy, but it feels good to finally get all this off my chest. I can't ask any of my friends or family for advice since no one knows. And it's so far in the past now, I'll just look crazy. So thank you so much for your time and response. Love you guys. You had mama. What you got to tell her? <sighs> Been there, done that. Hello. <laughs> Damn, I have a lot of life experiences. <laughs> um. Okay, so he never actually cheated. Although I have said a million times that being emotionally unavailable or being emotionally cheated on, to me, I would have rather like a quick one night stand. <laughs> Because I feel like to be emotionally, because you're like, oh, I don't even know their name, like, right? Yeah, but he, I don't know if he was emotionally cheating because you, you said it was just like a few flirtatious with a few different women. I think he, sorry, only because, like I said, I have experience with this. I think maybe he wasn't feeling something from you, and needed the attention that he wasn't getting from you and I too had to own my part in why he did what he did so I think and that gave me closure that made me realize like hey I'm not meeting his needs 
He loves me. He doesn't want to cheat on me, but he also needs a little attention that I wasn't giving him. Mm. And after making that conscious, um, acknowledging, acknowledging that I played part in his looking for attention made it so much better. So I think what you need to do is you need to see how you, where you played part in this. Maybe you were consumed, not giving him attention. I'm not going to condone any of it. I'm just saying that for me, what worked was knowing what I was doing. Was I being neglectful? Was I being, um, like you said now, you're sort of shutting him down. You're, you're feeling like you don't even... Um, uh, like you're being short with him and you're unappreciative at times. Those are reasons that might make him look to go get somebody to, to appreciate his humor or his comment or his something. Like some people thrive off of that. And if they're not getting it from you, if he's not getting the attention from you, he's going to go seek it out. I give him props for not meeting somebody and actually having a full-on blown affair. But if it's making him feel um, validated in his manlyhood, sort of speak, of getting the attention of a woman who appreciates it, I think that's why he's doing it. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I am, I'm speaking from my experience. So I would check and see where you, if you, and where you had part, what your part of all of this was, and um, have a conversation with him. I think there's... Have a conversation, like, when you're both in good moods and explain to it then. You need to acknowledge, just like you said it to us, I'm being short with him, I'm being rude to him, I'm being unappreciative. I think you need to say, listen, honey, I am acknowledging that I'm being rude or short or unappreciative, and I'm. this is happening because I keep going back to that time where you did this. Can you tell me why you did this? Like, can you help me get past this? Like, I think just by talking about it and maybe he'll say, oh, I did it because, or I did it because of this, it'll make you understand. And maybe then you'll get, you know, closure. You did choose to forgive him. You have to, you have to let it go. Cause it is going to just damage your relationship. So if he gives, if you guys have a conversation and he makes you understand the reasons why he did it or didn't do it or whatever have you, if you can make sense of that, then I think that'll help you move past it. Beautifully said. I think, um, like you said, not to like, like support what he did at all. Yeah, no. Like, but you guys were 17. You did say he hasn't done anything for five years. You guys were very young, Mm -hmm. young and dumb. People do dumb shit at that age. Right. You know, like you guys are married now. You have a child together. Like. This happened when you first started dating, and that's like, I guess maybe a con of like dating super young is like dumb shit's you gonna happen. You're gonna make together. silly mistakes. You're gonna learn together, and mm-hmm. like, in my opinion, if he hasn't done anything in five plus years, then and I think s- it's kind of done and dusted. And you sneak and check his phone, and, and he offers you his phone. So. And I, yeah, and I, and again, this is just my opinion. But I don't think that that's a healthy way to have a relationship is feeling like you have to go sneak in his phone when he's asleep because then that just leads to you like feeling icky in the back of your head, like knowing that you're going behind his back and like, you know, like almost violating his trust too Mm -hmm. because like 
I don't know. I don't like having to sneak and look at each other's phone. I think that just leads to like an unhealthy, like, you know, balance in your relationship. And even if you feel okay doing it, like, I feel like it's going to lead to you feeling like you're holding something back from your partner and you want to be like open, honest, vulnerable and have your partner know everything about you. And I think sneaking and looking through their stuff is just very like icky to me. Mm -hmm. I, I think that if he knew you were doing that, that would cause him to be like a little like, okay, what else are you doing while I'm sleeping? Like, you're going to look through everything I do and own, you know? Like, you're reading through every single text message. I feel like it almost like, yes, you're married and together, but also, like, your partner deserves a right to a little bit of privacy as well. Like, I don't want to go on Zane's phone and look through his messages with his friends. Like, I don't know what, I don't want to know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like if you feel the need to do that, I mean, you did admit that you're still like very stuck on this and have a lot of trust issues. So I get why you're doing it. But I think that you should express that to him and he should know that. I don't think that you should be doing that anymore. And again, that's just my opinion. But I wouldn't want Zane to, I don't want to want to find out that every night I go to bed and Zane's snooping through my phone. Mm -hmm. That would just make me feel very icky. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Like Absolutely. if ever was like, yeah, I have to admit something. Every night when you go to bed, I snoop through your phone. I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Talk it's, to me. I'm an open book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, nothing to hide. Here, look yeah. through my phone if you feel the need. But why do you yeah. feel the need? Yeah. It almost know? like makes, would make your partner feel like, do you, you don't. Trust me, like I mean, he broke. It almost like her hurts your feelings in yeah. that sense. But so it's almost I a little offensive. It, but you're doing the same to him, right? But I also, as you're saying that, another thing hap hit me was maybe you're like just checked out of this marriage. You know, like you maybe you're looking. No, I, I, I oh, hope like not. Almost an excuse, yeah. a little bit. Like maybe, sh maybe you'll never truly get over this. But I just think it's. I think, like Alyssa said, it's so far in your past. He was so young, you know, like, whatever. Not that we are okay with it, but I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. I think, like she said, like, she knows that she forgave him and she chose to move on. So I think you have to just remember that in your head. Like, you chose to accept what happened and move on from it. So, like, in order to have a healthy marriage going forward, I think you genuinely need to just, like, move on. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing I've learned very, not, I don't want to say very recently, but over the last couple of years is to truly take ownership and everything. Like Alyssa knows a few days ago, I mean, I'm still here. I'm still in a dark spot in my life right now, but I just wasn't, not that I was an asshole to ever, but I wasn't very receptive of his kindness. You were close-minded. And kind I of. really, like, I winded up sending him a message at work just saying, listen, like, I'm really sorry. And I think I felt better yeah. saying that. Oh, but yeah. I also know that he felt better hearing, hearing it. it. So maybe that's what needs to happen in your situation, too. That's why I'm saying have that conversation. Sure, it's five years ago. It's, it's over and it's done with. But maybe... Talk about it. Like you said, you've never told anybody. It's so long ago. This is just sitting heavy on your chest. I think you just need to talk to him about it. And I think start the conversation by, listen, I'm sure you've noticed I've been rude or unappreciative or I've just kind of been short with you. I can't help but get this off my mind. I want to know why, like what made you do that or what wasn't I giving you that made you do that? And then just take it from there. I think this is something that is so huge to you, but at the same time, something so simple that could 
be moved past. Mm-hmm. If you have it in your head that he did this, he did this, he did this, you're you're gonna I don't know, you're sabotaging your relationship. Right. You know? And you're, you're never having, really gonna yeah. move past it. Right. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. You know? And listen, this might sound a little bit harsh, but hear me out. If he's going to cheat again, he's going to cheat again. Mm-hmm. Whether you're checking his phone every day, whether you're worried about it, whether you're doing whatever the hell you need to be doing, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it. And then there's the door. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if he wants to do that again, that's on him. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you know, like, as much as you want to check his phone and check up on him, like, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it. I did that. So, like, live your life, enjoy it, give him some trust. It's been over five years. He's told you over and over again. You guys are 25 now. This happened when you were 17 years old. Like, really think about that. 17 years old, and now you're married with a child. Yeah. Give him a little bit of grace. Give him some trust. Stop checking his phone when he doesn't willingly give it to you. And try to start to build that trust up again. I don't think you're ever going to be able to build that trust up again if you're sneaking behind his back and doing that. So... Good luck. Good luck. If he does it again, I'm so sorry. It doesn't sound like he's in that phase of his life anymore. But you're just making yourself go crazy for something that he's going to do anyway. Because he doesn't even know you're checking his phone all the time. So if he's going to do it, he's good. he thinks he's hiding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And after the many years of checking his phone at night and you haven't found anything, I think it's time to let that chapter it, go. Yeah, put it to rest. Yeah. Once and for all. Yeah. And like Jerry said, have a conversation with him because you need to get it off your chest Mm because that's your partner and you need to talk about them, talk Mm -hmm. to them about anything. I talked to Zane about the dumbest things. Like I'll be like, I can't stop thinking about that one time at McDonald's 10 years ago when I fell down, you know, like something so dumb. But like you need to like say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. As your partner, that should be your go-to. That's what I'm saying. I tell ever everything inside out, upside down. He knows everything about me and it's just like, that's why I felt like a complete jerk the other day because mm-hmm. here he is trying to be nice to me and I was just like, mm-hmm. like empty, hollow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like you, like Jared said, it could be a vicious cycle where you're going to end up pushing him away because mm-hmm. of the way that you're acting. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. And you know you're acting that way. That's what I'm saying. So She's you can't be surprised when it, right. he's like, listen, babe, like you're being rude to me. I'm trying to be good to you. You're pushing me away. Like, what are we going to do here? Right. Then you can't be like, oh. Offended. Because you be, know you're doing it. It might be empowering. Empowering? Why is that sound? Am I saying it wrong? Empowering. 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 Yeah. <laughs> For you to take the conversation by the horns rather than waiting if it ever got to a point where Alyssa said where he comes to you and says it it would be better for you to say listen I know that's what I'm saying when you own your shit to me you just feel better 100% it feels so good to be like yo babe I fucked up yeah I can't get this off of my mind you know uh, I know it was when we were 17 I know it's been great but I can't get it off my mind and to be honest I even checked your phone when you were sleeping yeah you know I think it might make you feel like boss bitch like I handled that you know handle it girl handle it put yourself in your partner's shoes of like if Zane and I like finish an argument and he'll like come inside and be like listen baby like hug it out I'm sorry like, that's such a good feeling. So think about if you want to do that. Like, make your partner feel that way and comfort them. Like, you guys are married. You have a child together. Like, 
love each other. Love, <laughs> love each other. Like, time to start a new book. Yes. And we believe that you can. Absolutely. And on that note, I didn't realize how long this episode is getting. So, really? Already? Yeah, we're okay. at 70 minutes here. Oh, okay. So, thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to email in and you want to hear our um, unprofessional advice, please send us an email, agamilpodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our Instagram and just hit the email button and send the email right there. If you want to support this podcast, there's a link in the description. Uh, you can get our episodes a day early and it's only $2.99 a month. Thank you for supporting us. We appreciate it. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we will talk to you all on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. Okay, love you. Bye.